Dylan, Jeff Hardy here. I uh, just want to let you know you're listening to Road Trip After Hours with Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. Rock on. Hello, everybody. I'm Mac Davis, your host for Wrestling's Road Trip After Hours. And, of course, my co-host, as he is every single week, nobody better than WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. Peanut Head, Teddy Long. <laughs> so, you did, so you just had to get that in. Right? <laughs> Let me ask you, Teddy, I'm curious, where did Peanut Head come from? Well, when I first uh, started managing your... Uh, uh, back at the time, I think when I saw that with Butch, Butch Reed and Ron, uh, I was they were working with the Midnight Express, who was managed by Jim Cornette. And so they were looking for something to try to say to me or something, you know, that would, you know, get some heat on them or, yeah. you know, get heat on me. So they was thinking and me and Cornette were just standing around. And so I just told him, I said, well, Cornette, I said, when I was a little kid, I had a nickname. They called me Peanut. I said, you want to use that? He said, oh, yeah, that's great. That's that peanut head, peanut head. And so Cornette is the one started the peanut head. But I did tell him that was my nickname when I was a little boy. So uh, <laughs> that's how the peanut head got started. <laughs> well, you also had another nickname, too, which was Tilo. Uh, some fan gave me the Tilo name. I don't know how <laughs> where that started, but some I, fans I started and... me that. I believe it was Taz and uh, John Cena would nickname you Tilo. I, I, I never knew why, but I knew I heard him say Tilo. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got a little a, a little action dog figure that I named Tilo. It's me. It's a dollar me, and I carry him with me everywhere I go. So he's like my good luck piece. <laughs> Let me ask you: Did you get a chance? And to, you know uh, what, Mac? I want to ask you too. I was gonna because this was something that I that I used to do on on the, another podcast I had Tilo. Yeah was one of our, was the mascot. And so I, if, it, if it's okay with you, I think we'll, I'll, I'll talk to Tilo and see if he wants to come on the show and be our mascot. I think you should. I think okay. you should. <laughs> <laughs> right. Last night I had, as we're recording this, this is on a Thursday, but uh, last night, of course, being Wednesday, it was AEW Dynamite. And during the show, there was a surprise shout out of type uh, to Teddy Long. Teddy, did you get to see the, the video for that by any chance? No, I didn't get to see it. I it heard was... something about it this morning. Uh, Nick Haas uh, called me uh, from uh, over at Wrestling Inc. And he yeah. uh, said uh, MJF mentioned me, said he was cutting uh, promos like he was the GM. And at the end, he said, player. Yeah, they, he, he was trying to make a match. And he goes, and that's what the match is going to be, player? And I was like, here we go, <laughs> a shout out. I mean, that that to me, again, reinforces just how much you meant to the wrestling business, that people, no matter what, when they make a match, especially if it's a tag team match or a big match against a big individual, they're going to thank Teddy Long if they've been in the wrestling business even for half a day. Exactly, man. Uh, and let me say, uh, let me give a big shout out to MJF, man. Thank you so much, player. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I, I, I had a chance to actually meet him, man. What a real nice guy, man. So so I'm a big fan of him and CM Punk. Oh, sh- MJF's a piece of shit. Well, that... <laughs> That's that's you. That's you. I'm I'm just speaking more than my opinion. <laughs> I'm I'm just teasing. I, I don't I don't need heat from MJF. That's for sure. Hey, look, yeah. uh, you had a great weekend last weekend. Uh, I know I kind of kept up with you a little bit as you were in South Carolina. You want to talk about that? Well, we had a great time there. We was at the uh, Greenville, South Carolina Comic Con there, and uh, I, I supposed to meet the, the one uh, before that one, but the uh, pandemic got it, so I didn't make that one. But I made this one and. I was there along with uh, the legendary Jeff Hardy and Scott Steiner 
and uh, man, uh, just uh, Dan Severin, I can remember. I know I, I seen him, and they had a lot of other people there that were some uh, movie stars, maybe with the Star Wars and yep. uh, Ninja Turtles, I think it was. But anyway, uh, we had a great time, man. Just enjoyed meeting all the fans, and I mean, you know, my line didn't stop, man. People were right there constantly, you know, and Jeff had a big line right next to me, Scott Steiner, so we all were real busy, man. People were glad to see us. And we were certainly glad to see them, man. At South Carolina, that 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 Comic Con was absolutely fantastic. Look here, and uh, a big thank you to Jeff Hardy for uh, doing a little video piece for us. We certainly appreciate that. I know he's had a lot of people coming at him from all sides right now because he's just coming back into wrestling again. And uh, so him taking the time, we certainly appreciate that. And it looks like you just had a great time, Teddy. I I, I kept thinking, man, I should have been there. I should have just hopped in the car and gone. But <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do, of course, the thing we do every single week that everybody sends their emails in for. Ask Teddy. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Edwina's Travel Service, serving this community since a week ago last Thursday. Remember our motto, if Edwina can't get you where you want to go, then go somewhere else. And don't give me that look. Don't think you're getting at us by being cute. What, why are you handing me this? What is this, more trash? Better be a written apology. Let's see this. Oh. Oh, look how big you are. Oh, this is very nice. Then we gotta get this frame. Put up at uh, the top of the fridge. I can't stay mad at you, can I? Welcome back to Road Trip After Hours. I'm Mac Davis, along with WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, and it's that time of show where we go inside the mailbag to find out what you have to ask Teddy. Letters, oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Question number one comes from a Rick Rude fan from Twitter land. And he asked, any memories of ravishing Rick Rude? Well, the only memories I have of Rick, uh, what a great guy, man. Me and him rode together for a little bit, you know, traveled a little bit together. But uh, what a nice guy, man. And, uh, you know, my wife, God rest her soul, she was a big fan of Rick's too. Uh, she always asked me about him and he'd always ask me about my wife. So Rick Rude is just fantastic guy. Was was Rick a, a bit of a uh, party animal? He always came across like he might have been. He might have enjoyed his time after the, uh, the being inside the ring. Well, I don't know so much about the partying, you know, but I know he, you know, he enjoyed himself. He had a great time. So, like I said, my thing with that, you know, I never was a party guy. So once the matches were over, basically, I always went back to my hotel, or either we would drive on to the next town, or either I'd get to a beer or something and just take to my room. So I never did go to many of the bars and that. But Rude, you know, like I said, he enjoyed himself. He had a great time, but uh, he was, you know, he was just cool with it. Was there anybody else in the early days of WCW, Teddy, that could rival uh, his physique? Um, well, yeah, I imagine. So, well, you had Luger there, you know, who was certainly in tremendous uh, con condition at that time. You know, Luger, um, 
Yeah, uh, golly, man, there's a lot of guys back then that yeah. certainly that looked good. You know what I mean? But Rude, you know, he was just lean. You know, and yes. he, you know, he had, you know, just the, the body of just the perfectionist, man. So it's kind of hard to get like that. You can look good, but to be lean and like like Rick Rude was, it, it called for a whole lot of training, and he did do a lot of that. Yeah, and you also got to know what to eat because uh, you can't eat junk if you're trying to get a bottle body like he had. Because he was, he was extremely lean. I mean, he was cut. Just yes, yes man, he, he was real cut. All right, let's see. Kendra in New Jersey wants to know, what did Vince McMahon say to you when he presented you with your Hall of Fame ring? Uh, well, him and uh, Triple H there were with me, and they just uh, presented it to me and thanked me, you know, for the work and stuff that I've done for the company and, you know, you know how great it you know, was to be, you know, working with these with these two guys, man, and just, you know, letting me know, you know, what a you know what a good job I've done, and so that was basically all I really needed to know. Well, let me ask you something, uh, Teddy. When it comes to the Hall of Fame, when they first started the Hall of Fame, they had all the nominees and the inductees on stage, uh, and you could watch. You know, as as they they would watch their other peers uh, as they were accepting their awards. Nowadays, they kind of just they let you come out like you did. You come out, you do your piece, and then you go to the back. You don't hang out with the boys on stage and watch the others. Do you miss that, or do you do you like it the way it is now? I like it the way it is now. It's uh, it can you know the way it was at the beginning. That consumed a lot of time. Yes. So you know what I mean. Basically, you know the way it is now. You know, you know, you you go, you get to this point, point A, point B, C. Everything's right there, and you move right along. So I I like it the way it is like that. Because uh, what they had start doing, remember, you know, once they did the Hall of Fame. Then, you know, the next night on Raw, they had all the inductees to come out and, and stand on the stage at yeah. Raw. I just always liked the, the group of them up there, but I, I can see why. I mean, it is a time thing, but it was always fun to watch the guys react to the stories that were being told, especially some of the stories that they're like, oh, God, I didn't think you were going to talk about that one. You know, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, you got to look at it. You got to look at it, too. Some of those guys are long winded and nobody wants to be standing up there waiting on some of these guys to get finished talking. True, and I've always said the ones who talk the longest are the ones you really don't want to hear much from. So, Right. <laughs> All right, let's see. Nathan in Kenosha, we always hear people's opinions on the male wrestlers of Mount Rushmore, but who do you think belongs on the female version of Mount Rushmore, basically the top four females of wrestling? Well, I'd say uh, China would uh, be there uh, with Lita, Trish Stratus, uh, Jackie Moore, you know, uh, Jazz, uh, you know, all, all in between all those ladies right there, those would be the ones that I would pick if I had to pick some. Who do you think is uh, the most influential female wrestler, Teddy? I, when I say that, I guess uh, I'm trying to compare somebody to like a Hulk Hogan. But when you say the name, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a female wrestler. Is there one? Well, there was one, and that was China. I agree. Now that's her and May Young and Fabulous Moore are really the only three that jump out uh, to me. Where somebody said it, oh yeah, I knew who that was. You know, it's just one of those names you know. Right, and but, the other thing, speaking of um, Moolah and May Young, you know, uh, it, it, it's just amazing. You know, I and I had forgot all about this, but after my wife passed, I was going through, you know, some pictures and stuff, and I found this picture of my wife right in the middle of May Young and the Fabulous Moolah, and you know, all I could think of you know here's my wife you know she's with two legends and so that makes her a legend too for her to be right between those two and i happened to find that picture i forgot all about it didn't even know me and her had taken i didn't even know where it did that picture 
you know, and that goes back to people saying you shouldn't take pictures of wrestlers and stuff in the back, especially if you're one of the guys. Bullshit. I mean, that it, that picture right there brings back a great memory for you. And if you hadn't have taken it, you never would have thought about it again. Well, my they, my wife, I introduced her to them. And so they started having a conversation and they loved her. Uh, I'll tell you another lady that loved her was Rock's mom. Uh, every time she would see me, where's your wife? Your wife's here? You know, so they 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 took a liking to her. They loved her. Well, my wife would love to talk and jab on, you know, and so she's yep. easy. She was easy to get along with. Yeah, sounds like my wife. Sometimes you can't get her to <laughs> shut up. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I didn't say that, honey. Uh, let's see. Ted in Texas asked, do you recall your first big time title match as a referee? Yeah, it was uh, the Shytown Heat with uh, Flair and Steamboat. Did you uh, and you ran in at the end of one match? Uh, wh- which match was that? Was that that was Steve? it? Okay, I, I keep thinking you did you ref one with uh, Harley Race? I believe I did. I can't remember who his opponent was, but I, I can't did, either. Uh, work some matches with Harley. Yeah, I kept thinking you went back as far as I could because I remember when I first saw you, you were working a match. I, if I'm not mistaken, with Harley, uh, that's the yeah. first time I think I ever recall seeing you. All right, yeah. let's see. Kevin from Virginia has a name association game. You love these. <laughs> so I'm going to give you some names, and you just give me your thoughts on that particular individual. If there's something, if there's not, just go move on. All right, here we go. First one, The Miz. Uh, outstanding. Next one, ooh, I like this. Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Oh, man, uh, super duper, man. Uh, he was one of the guys that uh, really helped me a lot when I was first breaking in. And uh, <clears throat> I wish we had time if I could move away from the camera. But I do have a bag right now that Steve, Dr. Dev Williams brought me from Japan and gave to me as a present. And wow. I still have that bag right there as of this day. So Steve, Dr. Dev Williams, super duper, man. He was a sure enough badass, too, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 didn't play. I saw him pick a car up and move it out of his way one time. We were leaving center stage, and these cars had him blocked in. So he went back to the back of the car. He picked up one, kept picking up, moving it to the side, till finally he could get his car out. <laughs> All right, here's another one for you, and so this is another one reaching back, Buddy Landell. Uh, Buddy Landell was all right. He was a character, man, but a great guy, nice guy. He just, you know, he, but to me, Buddy didn't never grow up. You know, he was just like a kid all the time. He always wanted to prank or just do, Butch Reed, and God rest both of them. So Butch Reed was, was the one that kept him in line. I think Butch, Butch Reed had to, had to beat him up one night because he took a glass bottle and broke the glass and threw it in the swimming pool at the hotel where people had to swim. Oh, so, so that, so that kind of made Butch get hot. So him and Butch got in a fight that night about him breaking glass, going in the pool. But like I said, but it was a great guy. He was just a prankster. He had his, he had his problems and they hung around with him, unfortunately. So yeah, I uh, see the other one. Now we got two more here. The next one is the fabulous Freebirds. Um, uh, I was more uh, friends with Michael Hayes than I was with, uh, uh, Buddy yeah. Roberts and, uh, Terry Gordy. I met those two guys, but I had a chance to, you know, work with Michael a lot longer, you know, cause Michael worked backstage and which yeah. he's still there in WWE as of this day. But I had a chance to work, you know, more with Michael, but, uh, I knew Buddy and I knew Terry. And, uh, like I said, Michael Hayes was a great guy. It always helped me when, when I was in WWE. So, all, you know, all three of those guys were great to work with too. What about Jimmy Garvin? Did you have a chance to work with Jimmy? I, I worked with Jimmy Garvin when I put in uh, the, the, uh, 
WCW, probably NWA when Jimmy Garvin was managing Precious, Precious when uh, I was refereeing then in uh, in uh, NWA, uh, Jim Crockett. So I had a chance to work with Jimmy Garvin back then. Yeah, Jimmy used to have this, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, look it up on uh, Google, whatever, but uh, Jimmy Garvin used to have this head of hair. I mean, a great head of hair. And you see him nowadays at the conventions, and he looks just like Teddy and I. All that beautiful hair, gone. It's just gone. <laughs> All right, Teddy, we got one more, and then that'll, that'll be it for the show here. Next name, last name, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, uh, another guy. Me, me and him always spoke, and, you know, we had a conversation vaguely every once in a while. But Piper, you know, was always kind of a quiet guy. You know, he didn't really talk a whole lot, you know, in the, in the locker room. But he was a nice guy. And um, what did I see him do? I see, I think he had to beat up somebody one night. Oh, no, I know what they did. They did, I forget the guy, Dean Simon, I think that was his name. He did something with Piper. Oh, he took Piper's chair. He done something. But Piper took all of his clothes and uh, and and got all of his clothes and took them all and put them in the shower and and drowned all his clothes, made, made, wet up all his clothes and stuff. So he had nothing to change in. And then when we had to leave that night, he had to travel with a bag full of wet clothes. Oh man, I, I I tell you one story about Roddy Piper, and this is really the only story I have of Roddy. Roddy uh, was one of the people who actually, uh, when I first started in the wrestling business and I had a match uh, at the end of my first year as a cage match. Roddy saw that match, and Roddy had just started a website, and he called and asked permission. Actually, his webmaster called me and said, hey, Roddy wants to put this up on his website. Are you cool with this? I was like, oh, hell yeah, <laughs> put it up there. And uh, Roddy, was he did that for two different matches I had where he posted them on his website because he liked what he saw. And uh, I'll never forget that because he didn't have to do that. You know, he didn't have to reach out and give me any kind of publicity. And at that time, you know, we, right. we it was just websites. There weren't even the social media wasn't here at that point. Websites were just breaking and Roddy was trying to find content and he liked what he saw. So I'll always remember that. Guys, we're out of time. That's it. Teddy, I've enjoyed this. It's always fun to get together with you on Road Trip After Hours. And we've got a lot coming up. Uh, I know on May 13th, we'll be in St. Louis, Missouri for a giant fan fest and a Hall of Fame. Well, that's right, man. We're going to have a great time there. And uh, also, right before that, I think May 5th and 6th, I'm in uh, New York for a big Comic-Con. Uh, I'll be putting that on my Facebook, too, to let you know. But it's right up past Albany, I think, Saratoga, New See, York, I believe. What he's doing is he doesn't remember, so he's trying to make up stuff right now. You don't remember, do you, Teddy? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame your brother. I got too much going on up here right now. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I know it's in Saratoga. Is that there, Saratoga, New York? Sure, if you say there is, that sounds good. Well, to I, me. Well, I, well, I may be calling the name wrong, so that's why I say I'm going to go back. I got a promo I got to cut for the show, so as soon as I cut this promo, I'll have it out there. <laughs> You had the correct location. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're out of time. We'll see you next week. This has been Road Trip After Hours. I've been your host, Mac Davis, and that is my co-host, WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holla!